It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. Feeling much better right now than I was, uh, oh, <laughs> say, three, four days ago. Yeah, uh, Dennis, everyone's got a bug through them, I feel like, in the last week or so. I feel like everyone I've talked to has either had the sniffles or was out of commission for a day. I mean, that was kind of me at the end of last week coming in. But luckily, mine was started on the state championship Saturday. And by Monday, I was better. I wasn't good, but I was better. And and then Dennis picked it up, oh, and it I, hit Dennis hard. I had the flu, and it, and it actually started while I was at a doctor's office. <laughs> Irony. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, no, that uh, oh, I had an ugly day and a half there. Felt well enough on Saturday to go out and uh, and watch that tournament in centerline. Glad I did because I think I learned stuff. Yes, because uh, so. we'll talk about Northern started off, and I don't want to say we – by no means did we hit the panic button right away, but we kind of took a step back and went, ooh, that was not what I was expecting I think we feel a little better. We're not where Northern. We hope Northern can be, but we feel better about it. Uh, had some hockey going on. Unfortunately, missed a couple of good hockey games. Uh, and Friday, it was a full slate of basketball. Yeah, and I think that's where we'll start because maybe the best game of all the bunch was the Marysville-Clintondale game. Well, the closest. I don't know. That, that I was gonna, <laughs> you can hey, have a close hey, game without it being Anytime there's overtime involved, you know that there's excitement at least. Yes, I, I can say that, but getting to see the end of it, I, I, I was a little disappointed. I think this Marysville team, hey, you now have a little bit of expectations. We said some nice things about you. Now you have to mature and be able to handle people saying nice things about you. All right. Well, we'll get into that in uh, just a moment. Let's grab the break, and then we'll start with Friday's boys basketball here on the show. Every piece of land has a story written by those who work it, like the Nelsons, who cruise around their ranch on a John Deere Gator XUV835R. With 3,000 acres, there's plenty of work to do. It's all about efficiency. That's how they've kept their ranch going for five generations. We wouldn't be in ranching without the Gator. Run with us on a Gator XUV835R and start telling your story. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's locations in Auburn Hills, Badax, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Brady Bean here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. Fransic Water Conditioning, your authorized independent Connecticut dealer, wants you to get the ball rolling to better living through better water. It's good to know you have someone in your corner with a full line of whole house and at-the-sink filtering systems. Call 800-848-5150 to schedule your free in-home water analysis and plumbing audit. The best quality water is within reach with Fransic Water Conditioning and Connecticut. Call us at 800 848 5150. Gara Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Gara Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Gara Clean by Bachelor, 810 810- 982-7044. Duraclean by Bachelor. Finding that missing shin guard. Remembering whether it's a home or away game. Getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things. Like not being that fan. Oh, come on, ref. That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. 
Dine out with the feel of being at home when you visit the Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. Come for the food and stay for the family atmosphere. Try all of Chef Susie's world-famous homemade soups and sauces. Open Tuesday through Sunday at 8 a.m. for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. The Hogtown Tavern in Melvin also does carry-out. Call 810-378-5565. Whether you want a great steak or their delicious fettuccine Alfredo, they have a menu for all tastes with daily specials. So come to the place where no one is a stranger, the Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back, Dennis and Brady. And uh, on uh, Friday night is where we're going to start with uh, a big slate of boys basketball. But the the games of real interest to us kind of happened in the MAC, and we start with Marysville, Clintondale. Now, Right off the hop, I'm just going to say Clintondale won in overtime, 38-36. Yes. I know you're disappointed Marysville didn't win this game. I am too. But also, I want to say this. If you're Marysville and you're coming from Marysville's position, you got to learn how to win some games first. Yes. L- come back to me later in the season, and if they're losing games like this, I'm going to be concerned. But I think later in the season – in a situation like this, they'll find a way to win. Yes, it's just that, hey, it's easy to get up for the Cross-Lex game. Hey, you have one of the best in the area, one of the standards in the area coming in, and you were embarrassed by them last year. That's an easy game to get ready for. First game of the season. A team needs to mature when a Clintondale team that isn't expected to be as good as you. Maybe you're expected to win that game in your own gym, and you go from a, a good offensive performance against a Cross-Lex team that doesn't get into a lot of shootouts, that it takes pretty high-level teams to score 50-some points against them, and to only score 32 in, in regulation, that was the disappointing point part for me is that I know what you can do. You Hey, you've raised the level. You've shown me that... You can score 55 on Cross-Lex. You can put up 30 and a half against them. And then to only put up 32 in an entire game against Clintondale, this is where this team and this group that hasn't won a ton of games has to, like you said, learn to win and take be able to take praise and keep it going because it did feel like they went, ooh, yeah, we played with Cross-Lex. Clintondale will be a breeze. Yeah. Well, two, you know, they're they're kind of a jump shooting team. And sometimes you live by the jump shot and sometimes you die by it. Some nights you're cold shooting. But they can get to the basket a little more than they have before. I mean, yes, they aren't they don't play all in the paint, but they they can get to the basket a little more than they have in the past. So, uh a, a disappointing uh loss for Marysville, but again, I'm looking, I know, they don't want moral victories and they don't want baby steps, but you're, you're coming from winning, you know, three, four games a season to I'm not going to expect you to start 7-0 and or anything like that. I, I, again, just I'm, I'm just looking for they're competitive. Last year they're losing this game by 10 points. This year, they have a chance to win the game. Yeah, but but you look at what's next. At Yale, they host New Haven. That was a game you can win. You're feeling good because the next two games, you're going to be the underdog. But it might help them to play better teams because maybe they're that team that rises to the occasion. I hope so. But it was just not that Clintondale's a terrible team and it's an embarrassing loss by any means. It's just after what you did with Croslex. You've shown you have the ability to. Hey, most teams have the ability to win on any night. The good teams can consistently give that effort. Why has Croslex been so good? Because they rarely have a down game, and when they do, it's not that down of a game. Northern would rarely have a down game. We'll talk about the new Northern team. But that's what really good teams do is they're able to be stay easy, right on level, never too high, never too low. And that was a game that I think got away from Marysville that I would have liked to see them win. Yeah. Um, great start for St. Clair. I thought they really handled Lance Cruz 
And you kind of knew Algonac wasn't going to give them too much trouble, and Algonac didn't give them too much trouble on Friday. 48-29, the Saints win this one. They're off to a 2-0 start. Yeah, and it was, uh, I believe, 16 for for France in the win. Um, And they, I don't know, it was Algonac. It was the game, the, the early stretch of game that, was most likely going to be a win for them, and that they took care of business. Now this week they have New Haven and they have Croslex. Come out of it 2-0, and and now you're really turning some heads. But this will be a big week to show us what St. Clair basketball is going to be. Yeah, we've got the Croslex game uh, later in the uh, the week. Um, interested to, to see New Haven um, I threw that score in Friday that they beat Anchor Bay 69-52, so we know New Haven's going to be tough again. Oh, yeah. New, New Haven is always going to be at least good. It's not. They're never going to be terrible under this current regime, and it's going to be a test. St. Clair's played them tough the last couple years. It's They've all been in St. Clair, so they're going to have to have a, a road test that's a, a little tougher than Algonac down in New Haven, but they win that one, and they can play with Cross-Lex because, well, I mean, we'll talk about this week coming up, but Cross-Lex doesn't have an easy week. Harbor Beach looks like they might be the, the team to beat in the thumb because they put up, what, 70 on Friday against, like, USA, I think it was. Yeah, they won 70-27. to 27. So they, they've got some dudes, and Cross-Lex has to go, I believe, to Harbor Beach and to St. Clair this week. Those are two tough road tests. Uh, again, the, the the new gym in St. Clair is not going to be easy for teams to come in and, and play at it. They, they, you don't get any relief from that student section. Apparently not. <laughs> it is, again, I have, to, I have to get in there and get the vibe of it, but I still have never heard of a place getting a new gym and it gets smaller. <laughs> well, the court got bigger. Yeah, the court is regulation. Um, uh, I know that this one bothers you. Which one? So let's just handle it and, and get Hazel Park beat Marine City. Yeah. I mean, that's one that that was one of Marine City's wins last year. And was this game, um, let me double check. I believe it was in Marine City. Uh, let me, it was, um, yeah, in Marine City. That's one that you feel like, for confidence sake, you have to get. Hazel yeah, Park I, struggled the last few years. Yeah, uh, fifty to forty-two was the score. So again, it it looks on paper like a competitive uh, game. I just until I see Marine City, I really don't know what they are. Well, what I get they to see have. them tonight against an Armada team that lost their opener to Kingston, and get a feel of what those two teams are going to be. Yeah, uh, the the Kingston game was a close game. I think it was a two point game. Yeah, might have been an overtime too, so, if I remember correctly. Yeah, so I mean, we'll we'll see. But yeah, two orange and black teams that have got a little mm-hmm. work to do um, that don't like each other. Believe me, I know it's a boys basketball game, and it's not the same as football. But to the fans, it's our made of Marine City, and it might as well be football, right? Uh, but. Yeah, we're going to get Marine City Armada, but in basketball. <laughs> and I'll have that one tonight. That's a uh, 7 o'clock tip or whenever the JV game ends. But that was – the Hazel Park one was a gettable one for Marine City because when you get into the stretch, when you have to play PH, St. Clair, Marysville, Lakeview all in a row, there's not going to be a ton of gettable ones. You're going to have to surprise some teams. So just – I thought that that was a spot where Marine City could have gotten a win and – they fell a little short. Yeah. This one got me excited, though. Yale beating Millington 64 to, to 59. Because I think win. that's a yeah that's a quality win for the Bulldogs, who we've kind of been hyping as saying they're an up-and-comer in the BWAC this year. And Millington is always at least respectable. Yes. At their worst, they're respectable. At their best, they're... Really good. Yeah, they're a, a very solid team. Um I believe in this one, I'm trying to find, I had the, uh, yeah, Ryan Monarch dropped 20 in the win for Yale. So you know the Bulldogs have scores, and Monarch, I'm assuming, did a lot of his damage from beyond the arc. That's That was his role last year. I'm yeah. assuming he's at least a shooter, not saying he can't drive, but that's his forte is hit, hit, hitting the three ball. And Yale putting up 64, that's exciting. Um, that's a... 
That's a nice win for Yale. That's a really nice win for Yale. Was that one in Yale today? Yeah, that was at home. Um, but what that win also kind of tells me is is that they were able to beat Millington and Kohler didn't have to score all the points. Well, Kohler last year wasn't necessarily their main scorer. He was the facilitator that there'd be nights he only had six or eight points, but he was the, the general on the floor that got everyone where they needed to be and, and got the ball to the right guy. So he, I'm assuming he had a handful of assists in this win too. Yeah. Imlay um, City pounds Genesee. 69 to 31. I had to double take. I'm like, they did what to who? And then I said, okay, yeah. no, no Christian added to that. It's just yeah. Genesee. Different program. <laughs> but MLA City's win over E-Course tells me that they're a really good team. And yeah. then they, you know what? They, they beat a team that I, they probably should have beat by 38 points. Like yeah. that's, a, that's what good teams do to not good teams. And they, they have another one. I think they play Hazel Park uh, this week. So... Emily City could be off to to a fast start. I think we looked at their schedule, and they had one or two tough games before the conference play started, but for the most part, uh, they, they had a chance to be undefeated, I think, going to Cross-Lex. Let me double-check that real quick Okay, for their boys' schedule because I know they had a, a nice runway. Uh, yeah, it was, well, maybe, yeah, into the new year. They have a chance to be about eight. No, I don't know what Detroit Douglas is or Divine Child, but Hazel Park Pontiac Academy for Excellence. I'm gonna assume that's not a tough opponent. Divine Child Armada, Detroit Douglas Algonac Flint International, which could be tougher. I mean, you saw them a few years ago. They didn't have a lot of kids, but they had the kids they had could play. And then and they played Mooney tough. And then Saginaw Nouvelle at the Motor City Round Ball. They probably won't run the table and be, what would that be, 8 or 9-0 and oh at the new year when they start off 2024 home against Cross-Lex. They could be 8-1. and one. They could have a really nice record setting up for a fun start to the new year when Cross-Lex goes to MLA City. Yeah. All right. Uh, Almont has only given up 67 points in their first two games combined, and that's good for them because they've averaged 67 points a game in their two <laughs> wins. Yes. Now, <laughs> it's been against, like, Flint Southeastern and Burton Atherton. They have not been the world beaters against Almont, but Almont's at least taking care of business, so I'm not going to fault them for that. And, and you know what? If you're seeing the, the ball go through the hoop, that can give you confidence. Uh, and a 63-26 to 26 win over Atherton puts uh, uh, Elmont at 2-0, and, and and we were worried about them playing football late and basketball starting early. Well, <laughs> it might not be the worst thing that they start off with the a little bit of the easier side and of the schedule. And that might be, you know, they might have said, oh, look, we're going to have a long football season. Let's start basketball Yeah, a let's not easier. have the heavyweight <laughs> fight three days after the, yeah, no. the state finals. Uh, some scores in the thumb. Carroll beat Sandusky 64-52. Bad Axe beat Memphis 47-30. Marlette with a win over Vassar 54-48. K-Pac 60, Akron Fairgrove 39. So the Chiefs are 2-0 to start. You know, and Akron Fairgrove was okay last year. They had a big kid. Maybe he's gone, but that, uh, I looked at that and I said, wow, they crushed him pretty good. And K-Pack, I, I don't think they had a, a ton of 20-point wins no. last year. Brown City gets in the win column with a 55-39 victory over Mayville. But again, Harbor Beach, the last one, 70 points, 70-27 to over Unionville Seabwing. There are some people that aren't going to keep their eye on Harbor Beach this year because they might be, we, we said in our preview, we have no idea what's going on in the thumb for boys basketball, who's going to be what. Harbor Beach might be that team that is uh, that everyone is chasing. Yeah. Um, saw them. Uh, I'm trying to think who I saw them against last year, but I know I did see a boys game and a girls game last year, and they were both really good basketball games. So, anyways, uh, we, we know they've got athletes, though, because we know all the guys that play football play basketball and so on and so on. So, yeah, uh, Harbor Beach might be the, the team in the GTC East right now. We'll wait and see because Ubley hasn't played a game yet. Uh, and, again, that might be by that design. That was by design. <laughs> but uh, you had some Saturday games. We're going to clump the two northern uh, performances together and then 
Port Huron played as well down at center line, and you got to see both of those. Yeah, I got, got to see both those games, so we'll talk about that, but uh, let's grab a break first. When today is unpredictable, staying focused on your long-term financial goals matters more than ever. Count on your Ameriprise advisor for personalized, goal-based advice to help you navigate now and stay on track for tomorrow. Call Ameriprise financial advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. Member FINRA and SIPC. Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, iComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no-credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. Preferred Seamless Gutters in Emily City has been family-owned and operated since 1997. In-house employees, when you call Preferred, you get Preferred. At Preferred, they manufacture all components, making them the warehouse. This ensures prompt installation from Preferred's well-trained and courteous staff, serving St. Clair, Sanilac, Genesee, and northern Macomb counties. Give Melissa a call and she'll be happy to schedule a quote. No high-pressure sales, just great service from Preferred Seamless Gutters in Imlay City. Call 800-964-6613 today. Are you getting out of a lease or ready to trade in your vehicle? Stop by Jepson Car Company and we'll be here to assist you. We are constantly buying out lease vehicles and almost always putting money into your pocket. No matter what you owe, we can help. If you don't see your perfect vehicle in our lot, we will help you find it. Our purchasing team has decades of experience to help find the vehicle that is best for you. Call Jepson today at 810-662-3048 or stop by at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair. This is Amari Haller. I play quarterback at Port Huron High School. As a high school student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region here at Port Huron Schools. The district provides personalized success for all students because each Port Huron School's journey is unique and special. I know I am supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the field. I know they care about my well-being each and every day. Port Huron Schools has prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. I'm Jordan Rohde, one of the new owners of Four Sports. I'm extremely proud to be a part of the community and to help those in it. We'll beat the big box stores in service, quality, and price. For sports equipment, uniforms, varsity jackets, corporal apparel, awards, engravings, and more, making us your team's one-stop shop. Come into the same location we've always been at, 3950 Pine Grove Avenue. Come in the side door until our brand new retail space is open. So swing on by and check us out at the brand new Four Sports. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back, uh, Dennis and uh, Brady. And we're, we're going to talk about what I saw Saturday, but I think we'll rewind first to yeah. Wednesday because we didn't get a chance. I was sick. We didn't do a show Friday. So let's talk about Wednesday. So Wednesday's game against Utica... I'm going to give you my emotion, my raw reaction at the time, what I said to some other people, and what I felt leaving that game. Is it felt like a slap of reality to Northern that it's just you guys now. That it's there's no Tyler Jamison, that you're going to have to grow up. Because that Utica team's talented. And there was a time where... Uh, uh, in the first quarter, Northern hit a bucket to take the lead right before the quarter ended. You kind of felt... Okay, that's Northern taking the lead. They were cold shooting to start. They're going to be fine. And they lost the second quarter. I think they were down four at half. But, you know, it was a competitive game. And then in the third quarter, Utica just stomped them. Just not a game. Um, Let me pull it up in my book real quick. I think it was like 20 to 6 in the third quarter. Uh, It was 23 to 9. In the third quarter, Utica just ran past. It was right away out of the gate, and it was over. And it did feel like there was a few moments where 
everyone kind of looked around and was like, all right, who's going to score? Because they, they tried a lot. I'm going to give them credit. I mean, they said, all right, we're going to try Amir. We're going to try Alex. We're going to try we're gonna try uh, Cam. We're going to try getting it into the low block. They tried different things, but Utica just held them at bay and, and just kind of flexed their muscle on, on, on a young northern team. And Utica has a lot of seniors yeah. on their team. And the feeling go, going after, away after that game is, I still think Northern's the best team in the area. But I think I want to back off the far and away moniker that they are a tier above everyone else. I still think they're probably the best team. But coming away from the game Wednesday, I went, this is a beatable Northern team for some teams in the area. Well, um, the, the two things is I went over and watched the game while you were doing it. And uh, I uh, thought, first and foremost, Northern didn't have a good night shooting. Uh, there were a lot of shots that on a lot of nights are going to go down for them. Um, yeah, in, in, in the loss, as a team, Northern hit two threes. Yeah, and, and, and they, they shoot a lot more than two. Yes, they do. Um, and the 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 thing though that I they weren't good from the free throw line either. The the thing that I really didn't like was and and it was especially the first half, and we even mm-hmm. talked about it at halftime a little bit off the air. Um, the one and one stuff, the you know where where whoever's got the brings the yeah, ball. They kind of just went to isolation. They just, yeah, they said, I, get get out of the way. I don't like it. I like it if you're having success with it, but that Utica team defends, and you saw them Saturday, and it held true on Saturday as well, that they tried to get it going, and it just wasn't there. And they were kind of putting the clamps on Northern at times, and they were forcing up a lot of bad shots. There was probably a dozen 10 to 14 foot jumpers that were contested that just felt out of frustration that they said, all right, this possession's gone on too long. We needed to get a shot up. Yeah. So leaving the gym that night, I, I was like you. I, I kind of had a mm, taste in my mouth, but a, a wait and see attitude because it had probably been two over two years since the last time Northern had been handled like that. The last time I could think of a game like that was maybe the MAC tournament when Cousin O shocked them. Yeah, like in twenty two, the 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 end of the twenty one twenty two season. Yeah, so be- it'd been a long time because they had played not maybe not even a full month before, and that's when Jameson dropped the fifty nine, right. and then it was oh they drew Cousin O. Yeah, here's an automatic win, and, and they then- played on like a Friday afternoon at Northern, and Cousin O said. Whoop! We're gonna go crazy yep. shooting for the next uh, three games that we play, and we're gonna do this to Northern. Then we're gonna do it to Saint Clair, and then we're gonna go do it to somebody else. Yeah, and it was it had been that long since Northern had kind of been routed. Yeah, like they had lost games, but they had never felt like just what's going on. Well, I was interested for Saturday because I was a gonna see how Northern responded to it and how they got off the mat. Mm-hmm. And B, I was going to see Utica again, and I wanted to see if, like, do, are they that good, or was that just uh, a night? Well, two conclusions from this. First, Utica's that good because they just slapped Ike. They just slapped him. 56-41, and it wasn't that close. That Utica team, that Brody kid went mm-hmm. nuts. He's and he was actually fast. fairly quiet shoot. against Northern. Um, he got off early, and then Soriano. Actually, he had 17, but it was a really quiet 17. Soriano, he doesn't shoot a lot, but when he shoots the threes, he makes them, and they always seem to come at a big moment. And the the big kid, 33 Cottingham, just real solid, uh, and and they're and they're very veteran, very poised. They it looked like a pressure. Get to them. It, it was very. Uh, it, it was nuts in that gym. There were a lot of people there for that particular game. I think that was the most attended game. I don't think even Centerline had as many people in the gym for their game on uh, Saturday night. Um, and and so Utica's for real. And Northern made a really nice comeback on Saturday. I thought they played really well in the Cousineau game. And they came in shorthanded. I, I don't know what's going on at Northern and why kids can't be healthy and, and we can see this Northern team. But no Malik Thompson, 
no Tyrese Johnson. Jack Gunter was out, and uh, Carter Dietrich were out. So Two of them were out for the Utica game as well. Yeah, so four of those guys out and not, and not playing. And then Lincoln Watkins, who gets to start in this game, is on the bench two minutes into the game with three fouls and maybe played five, six minutes in the entire game and fouled out and, and was gone in the third quarter. And then Cam Haryu, who was leading them in scoring, fouled out with about three and a half minutes to go in the fourth quarter, and it still didn't phase them. The fourth quarter was one of their best. They outscored them 16-9 in the fourth to seal the deal. But they beat Cousino 56-44. They were up at halftime 30-19. to Cousino made a push in the third quarter, cut it to five. It was 40-35 to going into the fourth, and then Northern said, nope, we're winning today. Haryu had 20. Jamison had 20. Haryu knocked down three threes. Jamison knocked down three threes. And Amir Moreland, I think he had four points going into the fourth quarter, and he finished with 12 and knocked down a three and made some clutch free throws. And that's Northern basketball. And Cantrell isn't going to score a lot, but he he does quality stuff for them. Mm-hmm. He's a big in the middle. He defends well. He gets them rebounds. And Narell Jordan had to play a lot because of the the situation with Lincoln for Watkins. And again, not going to score a lot, but as long as he doesn't make mistakes and as long as he rebounds the basketball and defends, that's all you I need. I think both Jordan and Watkins, after about half a dozen games, getting into the field, figuring out everyone's tendencies and just building up the chemistry – I think they'll work in because at least in the game against Utica, it felt like both those guys at times were just trying not to get in the way and weren't always 100% confident of where they fit into the offense. And I just think that's something that's going to take a handful of games for them to, to settle in and figure out. Yeah, and and the other guy, you know who, who benefited from the, the Watkins situation along with uh, Jordan was Aaron Coggle because he got extended minutes. And again, they're not going to run plays for Aaron. He's not there to score. He's there to be big, tall, get in the way, right. and rebound. And if they double team, they're going to dump it off to him, lay it off the glass and in. Yeah. Um, so What's his face like three years ago made a living? Oh, yeah, O'Neal. The, yeah, was always in the bright spot. <laughs> He'd have games where he had 18 points and he never took a shot more than four feet from the basket because he knew his role and he knew where to yeah. go and be in the right spot. Yeah. Um, so I, I just it was a it was a different northern team. I, I thought they were more composed. Um, Cousino, they're not a powerhouse this year, but they're they're still they've got athletes. That Lifshay kid is still there, and and you know. Early on, he was a problem, but Northern defended him differently, and he, he had nine points in the first quarter and eight points for the rest of the game. So uh, it, it was a different Northern team. It was more like the Northern basketball team that I expected to see. Right. So, And then, after sitting on the sidelines for two games, you got to see Port here on high for the first time. I got time. to see Port here on high for the first time. Uh, I like the Red Hawks. And they're 0-2, so after, you've only seen them for – you know, one game, 0-2, cause for concern, or like last year, they're going through some growing pains? Well, I, I'm not concerned because I, I, I think they've they've got a, a solid team. Again, they're missing a couple of guys, and one of them is Noah Adams. Mm-hmm. Uh, Noah didn't play in this game, and, and we know he's a, a, an athlete. Um, Jacobs didn't play uh, either, but I like Trayvon Thompson. Um, he had 16 points in this game. I thought he was real smooth. We know James can shoot and is going to score. He had a quiet 13 points in this game. He, he, he knocked down three threes, but he, he started the game with the three. He finished the game with the three in between. It was tough finding open shots because center line defends. Well, center line pressures the whole game. And at times, PH struggled with that. Um, I remember they struggled with that a ton last year. It was actually it was Utica that came to Port Huron last year and forced like twenty some turnovers in, in the opening night loss for for PH in that one. 
Um, the the other thing about it is uh, centerline's got a big Tristan Holmes. I don't know how tall he is, but he's got to be a seven footer. He's got to be. Like in warmups, he was dunking and his feet weren't leaving the floor. Um, and he had a dunk in this game, but uh, so they just they really don't have a size guy with no Dwayne Benjamin. You really don't have a guy that you can match up with them. I thought the, the, they tried with Tristan Woodson, and Tristan did okay, and the things that he didn't do okay are fixable. Right. Like like you can coach him to do better the next time, but but it's kind of tough because he didn't see a lot of playing time last year uh, on varsity, and, you know, and you're going to force him in and say, okay, go defend the big guy. Right. You know. Baptism by fire. Yeah. So uh, I thought Jackson Rowe played a solid game. Foy was pretty solid. They they handled the ball. You know, in all the pressure, I don't think they had as many turnovers. But uh, the way I described it on, on the air, kind of the middle quarters almost felt like you're at the dentist getting teeth pulled, <laughs> you know. And, and, and it was a grind. Um, and so the final 54-51, I don't know that the game was that close. But... I also don't think because that, pH hit a buzzer beater to make it. A yeah, their their, game. their last two buckets of the game were threes, so they were down nine, and they cut it to a three point loss. Um, but but all that aside, I mean, the the basics are there. pH has got some talent. Um, I just, you know, they got to smooth out some of the rough patches. And, and also, center line was pretty good, too. Again, you got to remember, this was a tournament of champions. Right. These were all league winners that were, that were playing in this uh, basketball game. Uh, the, the year before, center line went 18-5 and and went 10-0 and in the bronze. Um, and their coach is Derek Walton. Yeah. So, you know he's going to find talent. He's going to find talent. And they scored 35 in the second half, and that's really where they kind of won the game. The PH was really good in the first quarter. They're up 16-11 after one. They kind of limped into the half, uh, and it was 23-19. to uh, to 19. And uh, then centerline pulled ahead in the third, 40-35. Um, to 35. There is a kid, Tegan Spencer. He made one shot in the entire game. It was a three from the corner late in the third, that gave Centerline their first lead of the game. There was like 3.15 to go in the third. His three made it 30-29, to 29, and they never trailed after that. And that's just kind of the game that it was. Gotcha. So there was also hockey played this past uh, few days. Had some encouraging results. And girls basketball tips, and Dennis will be at a game tonight. So we can talk about that. And the whole week ahead, because there's some fun games this week. Yes, very, very interested to uh, talk a little girls hoops and finally see some girls hoops. I'm used to them already being underway. Brady Beaton here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. Fransic Water Conditioning, your authorized independent Connecticut dealer, wants you to get the ball rolling to better living through better water. It's good to know you have someone in your corner with a full line of whole house and at-the-sink filtering systems. Call 800-848-5150 to schedule your free in-home water analysis and plumbing audit. The best quality water is within reach with Fransic Water Conditioning and Connecticut. Call us at 800 848 5150. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, Overhead Doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, Call 810-987-2185.
This is McKenna Kitely from Port Huron Northern at Port Huron Schools. As a high school student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region here at Port Huron Schools. The district provides personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. I know that I am supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the court. I also know that they care about my well-being each and every day. Port Huron Schools has prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington, a family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. I'm Jordan Rohde, one of the new owners of Four Sports. I'm extremely proud to be a part of the community and to help those in it. We will beat the big box stores in service, quality, and price. For sports equipment, uniforms, varsity jackets, corporal apparel, awards, engravings, and more, making us your team's one-stop shop. Come into the same location we've always been at, 3950 Pine Grove Avenue. Come in the side door until our brand new retail space is open. So swing on by and check us out at the brand new Four Sports. Let me tell you about my friend Scott down at Miller Maytag. He knows quality appliances and how to help make your home run as smoothly as possible. Let the appliance experts at Miller Maytag help you pick the best American-made products from Maytag, KitchenAid, Whirlpool, and more. Freestanding double ovens will change your kitchen setup forever. Their high-efficiency front and top-load washers will save you money and do your laundry in half the time. Stop in today a quarter mile south of McLaren Hospital on Pine Grove. Miller Maytag is a proud supporter of local high school athletics. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back, uh, Dennis and uh, Brady. And uh, uh, I was supposed to do a couple of hockey games on Thursday and wasn't feeling well. And I'm, I'm kind of sorry that I missed these. Um, but uh, Port here, okay, this is the weird thing because this, this is how the state recorded it. It had the first game at 2 o'clock with Northern playing Grand Blank. And then it had Northern playing St. Clair Shores Unified at like 8 o'clock. Saying Northern played two games. It's not the way it happened. Actually, no. at six o'clock, Port Huron Unified played Grand Blank. Grand Blank won the game four to nothing, but uh, tip of the cap to Austin Trudeau. Again, he started playing goalie last season, and he made 38 saves in uh, this one. And I mentioned him during the man's tournament having a stretch during the second period of the Northern game right. where he was unbelievable. Well, he can get into a rhythm, and he's going to face a lot of shots. Right. So. I mean, you face 42 shots to only let in four goals. That's a pretty solid performance yeah. at, at any level. Yeah. And, and again, when you consider what PH has, which is nine skaters, anytime they play three full periods and are competitive in a game, again, give them credit for working hard and sticking with it, it's not the most entertaining hockey in the world to watch, but it's the way they have to play to be mm -hmm. to be effective. And it's a tough way for kids to play because your natural instinct is, I want to run and gun up and down right. the ice, and and that's yeah, until not five work minutes for in, and you don't have anyone to yeah. <laughs> come over the boards <laughs> to give you a spell. Uh, Northern got a win, four to two over St. Clair Shores Unified last year. If this is the a lot of kids from last year, I'm going to assume that St. Clair Shores Unified at least has some of the kids back. That's a pretty nice win for Northern. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, St. Clair Shores Unified had a good team last year, and I saw them a few times, Brady. Actually, I've seen them a lot the last couple of years. And they've had guys, especially on the back end, who I thought, uh, like Klein and Brown, AAA players, what are you doing playing mm -hmm. high school hockey? But – uh, they did, and, and they were good. So this is a nice win for Northern. Uh, Evan Alcomo got a start and was solid in goal. Bryson Smith was in on all four goals. He had a goal and three assists. Kyron Bruno's off to a great start this year. He had a goal and two assists in this game. Uh, and Tanner Scotcher 
with a goal and an assist, giving them some offense from the defensive side of things, from from the blue line. Um, and Northern's off to a great start. Um, and I hope that this can carry over uh, into league play. I think they've got Rice or Catholic Central this week. Uh, let me, I can pull it up for you if you want to keep talking for a moment. Um, but but what uh, Northern has done to, to start the season, um, I like. Um, their their big name players are being big name uh, players. Uh, Monahan had another goal in this game, so uh, he's off to a good start. He's got at least five goals uh, this season. So I, I think this was a, a nice win for Port Huron Northern um, uh, on uh, Thursday night. Then on uh, Friday, the Legion uh, got uh, Tawas and didn't fare too well. They ended up losing this game 8-3 to Tawas who's one of their big rivals, but uh, Chase Talaski had a couple of goals and Eli uh, Odell with uh, two assists in uh, that one. Real quick for Northern, I don't know why it took so long to find this. Uh, they have, they're at Catholic Central yeah. on Wednesday, and then they go and play Plymouth in the MIHL-KLAA showcase. Yeah. And Northern's actually done pretty well in that showcase yes. over the fa- past few years. Like They've gotten yeah. some nice wins in that showcase, whatever it is, they they play well in that. They match up well against those teams, apparently, yeah. because they always seem to get wins for the MIHL. And then I believe on the fourteenth, they are listed as playing Thumb Legion. Okay, because uh, that's the team they didn't play in the yes. uh, men's uh, tournament. Um, quietly, I, I know we don't give Anchor Bay a lot of coverage, but uh, they're off to a good start. They beat Lance Cruz Unified 3-1 uh, to one the uh, other night. Caden Carr with a couple of goals, and then they beat Stevenson on Saturday 6 to nothing. Marysville got a win on uh, Saturday. They beat Jenison 3-2. to two. Ben LaValle with a goal, Brody Tuffin with a goal, and Camden Smith with a goal. LaValle we know about. Uh, Brady mm. scored 24 goals last year. Um, we expect him to be their leader. Tuffin was a, a, a guy that had a very nice season last year and is going to be one of their guys this year. But uh, Camden Smith is a kid that he wasn't part of the team last year. I like this guy. And the the game at the Mans against Northern kind of turned for Marysville when he got ejected <laughs> from from the game, so so they beat um, Jenison three to two, and actually the night before they beat Kanoa Hills, Kanoa, Kanoa Hills, whatever. Yeah. Um, they're on the <laughs> west side; they won't hear yeah. this. No. Kanoa Hills seven to three, a hat trick for Lavalley, two goals for Vernarski, and Smith and Susie each added a goal as well. So a fruitful trip to the west side for Marysville. That has to feel pretty good. Yeah, um, especially after being handled in the in the man's final. Yeah, so uh, again, I think Marysville's going to be all right. Like I was a little nervous about the. I goal think hockey's tending. a I've, little better than we were worried about coming into the year. Well, anytime you leave your your your, your program loses its all time leading scorer, and then it loses Turner, who I thought was one of the best two way players in the area, probably the all time wins leader. In, in net easily the all-time wins leader unless there's someone i just in net don't know about maybe for the area because i don't i can't remember anybody else who played all four years like i can't remember a goalie who played all four years at Northern. right um you know some guys played three but, but even then it's hard to rack up wins in the mihl yeah so i uh, he, he i was really concerned mostly about what's going to happen with their goaltending they lost uh, a, a lot on the back end. They lost some scoring, but I think their scoring is going to be a little more balanced this year. Um, and, and some kids I, are really like Gavin Vernarski might already have more goals this year than he had all last year, and he didn't do awful last year. No. So, uh, you know, two nice wins for Marysville uh, over the uh, weekend and uh, some nice wins there for hockey. Yes, so let's turn our attention real quick to this week before we wrap up tonight. Dennis, you get to see girls basketball. Armada at PH. This is a sneaky good matchup. Yeah. uh, It's a 5.30 tip, by the way. Yes, an an early tip. I'm interested to see, uh, uh, obviously, the the PH girls, but also uh, I want to see Armada because I think Armada is good. 
Yes, I think they're going to be pretty good too. This is a good test. This is uh, this is one maybe we look back on in, in a month or so and go that was that was a bigger game than we thought. Uh, Marine City is at Armada, as I mentioned in the first segment, albeit that one. Other games tonight of note: Cross Lex is at Harbor Beach. Marysville goes to Carlton Airport, which should be a good game. I hope they left now. Yeah, right. That's it's not a short trip. <laughs> no. Marine City's at Algonac, and then a few other games uh, in the area in both boys and girls tomorrow. New Haven at Northern is another yeah. Northern one. tips. I expect yeah, Northern. The Northern to take girls care of should business. win that one. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I have ele- I, I have Northern a little bit above New Haven, so we'll we'll talk about them on Wednesday because I'm hoping we get a good result from that. Um, on Tuesday, I will be out at Yale for a Marysville at Yale game, which I'm excited to see what Yale is going to be. And then I want to see what Marysville we actually have. Do we have the Marysville team that played Crosslex really tough, or are we going to have the Marysville team that could only score 32 in regulation against Clintondale? And we know Yale's probably pretty darn good. You will be down at Mooney to see... Uh, Cardinal Mooney in their first game against Cranbrook tomorrow. Yeah, and I'm interested to see Cardinal Mooney. Remember, they went to the semifinals last year, yes. but uh, they also uh, lose uh, Trent Rice, uh, and we'll, we'll see how they do this year, and I'm interested to see who's going to be their big man right. uh, this year. And isn't Cranbrook, do, do they have Evan Evans? Or? I think he's graduated. Oh, too bad. I know Evan Evans is still the all-time greatest name. I was gonna take get a picture and get his autograph for it. Yeah, Evan <laughs> Evans the third, by the way. Evan Evans the third. Yes. Yeah. Speaking of weird names, I had doing a SC four. There was a kid from Alpena. His name was Daddy Hill. Daddy Hill. <laughs> well, I had Messiah Glaze. Yes. We had, it was a good good weekend for names. Yes, it was. Um, uh, other it, notable Rich, games. Richmond opens on, on Tuesday. Right? Uh, yeah, Kingston's yet. at Richmond. St. Clair's at New Haven. That's the start of the kind of a test week for St. Clair. Uh, the Richmond girls are at St. Clair, and that's so, the the St. Clair girls playing on the new gym for the first time. Yeah, so that'll be. Good for them. MLA City goes to Marion. That'll That's tell a tough us. Game. That'll yeah. tell us a bit about uh, the Spartans. And then maybe for North Branch, Cass City goes to North Branch. Cass City's been pretty good the last yeah. few years. I want to see what North Branch has after last year and the turnover they've had. So then we'll be back on Wednesday to talk about all those games. Yeah, There's a lot. And preview some good games because I'm just already looking to see. There's a couple oh. of good games. Oh, yeah. Well, we're going to have Northern, Northern PH later in the week. We're going to have uh, Crosslex St. Clair. Is, well, that's not till Friday. But, yeah, there's, there's going to be some fun ones going on. All right. Uh, so with that, we'll uh, bid you uh, adieu, and we'll talk to you again on Wednesday. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.